0: Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most
1: successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And we are the number one show on the Voice America Network. We're going to talk with Greg Reed about Three Feet from Gold. And I want to thank our sponsor, Believe in People. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that the old ways of doing things aren't working. Believe in People is available now. Order the book today at believeinpeoplebook.com slash tony. And did you know your internet provider is allowed to store records of every website you visit? Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Go to expressvpn.com d-u-r-s-o. More details just ahead on these sponsors, so please stay tuned. Now, as you know, my interviews with the world's elite entrepreneurs are all about helping you launch your new business or take your business to the next level. Sometimes the penny drops with the right information for you to start something profitable yourself or help you do your job a whole lot better. I love to help you and I love to hear how these world-class interviews are helping you. If you want to help me help more people and help get my show to those that need to hear this in the world, please consider giving me a review. The easy way is to go to Apple Podcasts or go to ratethispodcast.com slash Tony. A kind five-star review helps grow and support this show. Thank you so much. And again, today's show is about three feet from gold with Greg Reed. Let's see what we can learn today. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary recap of what we went over. So stay tuned for that. Entrepreneur of the Year, Dr. Greg Reed is an award-winning author, keynote speaker, and film producer. He's an entrepreneur known for his giving spirit and a knack for translating complicated situations into simple, digestible concepts. Here we go. Hi, Greg. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. So great to have you on with us today. Hello, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here. Greg, I'm looking forward to finding out more about what is Three Feet from Gold. Let's follow your journey to success a little bit. How did it all start for you? What's your backstory?
2: Well, hi, everyone. My name is Greg. And for those of you who don't know my work, don't feel bad. I'm not very popular at home either. So I've had a very lucky career. I've been published now in over 100 books, uh, 45 different languages, I think 32 bestsellers, and I even have a star on the Walk of Fame, an honorary PhD for literature. And right now, my current film uh, called Wish Man is trending worldwide on Netflix, as well as we made the app ballad for the
1: Oscars. Congratulations and kudos to you on that. We're going to chat about some of that. But let's move along a little bit. You're so prolific as an author and a businessman. How did you come about the vision for your current success?
2: I fell into it like most people do. I mean, I'm the least qualified guy to do what I do. And I am the first to tell folks. I mean, I'm not one of these people that will over-exaggerate their successes or their setbacks. So I cannot read. I cannot write. I cannot spell. I'm dyslexic. If you play me words with friends, you'll win every time. And I understood the power of your work, your strengths, and your higher weaknesses. And the very first book I ever did was called The Millionaire Mentor. And I was turned down by 268 publishers, agents, and printers in a row. The 269th one said, we'll do your book. Just change the title, the beginning, the middle, and the end. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) I took their counsel, got a ghostwriter. She breathed life into it. And it went on to become a global phenomenon which led me now to impact the lives of tens of millions of people around the world.
1: And how did that vision come about for you to start writing and to go this way? Was there something that happened in your life? As you said earlier you kind of just stumbled into this. Can you give us a little bit more on that?
2: Yeah, I from age 20 to 40 I only had one job. I was in advertising sales. And when I sold my corporation, a local university asked me to come speak to share how I did it. And at the end of one of the talks A kid comes up to me and says, Man, you should write a book. I go, Man, that's a great goal. I've never read a book. And so I sat there and said, How would I do it? And that's when the journey began. And every time I got a rejection letter, I would tape it to the wall and it became kind of like my coat of arms, so to speak. And it gave me the inspiration to keep going. And I realized the thing that people need to persevere is called stickability, which is the name of one of my best-selling titles. And the idea is: first there's a dream, then there's a challenge, and then comes victory. Unfortunately, most people quit in the challenging times.
1: There's so much to talk about here. I absolutely love these topics that we're discussing. Just to go along a little bit on the vision path, Greg, why do you do what you do? What's your purpose? What's the reason behind all of this?
2: It's just creation. That's it. I like to make stuff. So if you're an artist, you like to paint. You know, If you're a singer, you like to sing. So my form of expression happens to be through uh, mass communication. So I happen to be blessed Where a couple of years. I've been named Forbes, Inc., and Entrepreneur's Top Speaker in the World. And I get to go around the globe and share these messages of amazing human beings that I've met. Now, again, as we go this conversation, you'll understand, I never talk about myself. This is a very kind of uncomfortable moment for me because normally I don't do this. Oh, what I do is my full-time job is I interview the most powerful and influential humans, and then I tell their stories in book and film. So it's pretty neat to stand up on stage and tell these amazing stories of these thought leaders that I had an opportunity to go face-to-face with.
1: I'm impressed. That's kind of what I do, except I don't write any books about my interviews, but that's very, very interesting. We're talking about Three Feet from Gold, which we're going to find out a little bit more about in just a moment, with Greg Reed. And you can find him at gregreed.com. And I'm going to spell that. Greg is G R E G. Reid, R-E-I-D.com, gregreid.com. Greg, that was a very short intro there on who you are, and I understand that perhaps you don't really like to talk so much about you, but more about your content. So let's get into your vision path here, and let's begin with our show title and really dive into this. What is Three Feet from Gold?
2: Well, Three Feet from Gold is taken from the very... First chapter of the 20th best selling book in history. Um, have you ever heard of a book called Think and Grow Rich before, Tony?
1: Yes, I think we all have. It's the Bible for many.
2: Well, in 1908, Napoleon Hill was given a letter of introduction by a guy named Carnegie to go meet his friends, interview with them, and write the first ever formula for success. Well, a 100 years later to the date, the surviving family, the grandkids of Napoleon Hill, and the foundation gave me the same letter. And basically, I got a Willy Wonka ticket to meet any human alive. So I'm going to go back. My full-time job is I travel the planet to meet the most powerful, influential people today, and then I get to tell their stories in books and film. And the very first chapter of Think and Grow Rich was a story called Three Feet from Gold. It's a story about a guy named R.U. Darby, who had gold fever, knew nothing about gold, but knew he wanted to get into the business. Went out west, started digging, found a couple nuggets, and got excited. He hid it, went home, and told his family and friends, and they chipped in money to buy equipment so they could pull it out by the truckload. The first ore cart came up, and it was filled with gold. He was so excited, but then the gold ran out. He kept digging, but there's no more gold. Defeated, he walks out of the mine and says, I quit, and sees a junk man walking by. He says, hey, buddy, I'll give you 200 bucks. I'll sell you the mine, the equipment, the deed. I'm done with this business. I'm going back home. Well, the junk man surveying the equipment was worth tens of thousands because all the family chipped in and said, here's a few hundred bucks, you got yourself a deal. Darby goes home a quitter, but the junk man goes to an engineer and says, what happened? This cat hit gold and ran out. The engineer starts laughing. He says, that's mining 101. Everyone knows that gold runs in a straight line. It's called the gold vein. What Darby did is he came in one side, hit the gold and popped back into dirt. He says, go back to where they discovered treasure. Go three feet, 90 degrees the opposite percent way, and you'll tap back in the vein. Not only did the junk man pull millions upon millions of dollars out, but that's what fills Fort Knox today. And the moral is, how many times have we, or someone we know, quit one class short from a degree, or sales, or marketing, or marriage? It's easy to quit. And so for three years, I went on a journey with Sharon Lecter, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Kiyosaki, and we interviewed the most amazing humans of today's time. And ask them how they persevered and not gave up in the most challenging moments.
1: Wow, what a story. I absolutely love it. And I wanna hear more about that. But one thing that caught my attention, you mentioned at the very beginning in the short bio, you're a best selling author. You're in more than 100 books. You've written 100 books or you're being, you're being written about. Can you tell us how did that happen?
2: Yeah, all of the above. So, yeah, when I say I've been published in over 100 books, I mean, either I wrote the book, I've been co authored the book. Someone wrote a chapter about it. So if you took this podcast and made it into a book, and I was one of the chapters, there'd be a book. I did endorsements. I've written forwards. I've written afterwards. You name it, where people have asked me to participate and you know, put my words one way or the other in their product that they had delivered. It's so funny. My very first mentor uh, gave me my very you know, first endorsement. His name's Brian Tracy. He's one of the top leaders in sales and personal development. And recently, his latest book that he just put out, he used my endorsement on the back for his new book. And it's kind of cool how the Simba, the circle of life, how your heroes become your peers and your friends.
1: This is the Tony Tierso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the check continues about three feet from gold with Greg Reed. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that the old ways of doing things aren't working. Believe in People by Charles Koch is a surprising take on how you can tackle America's biggest problems independent of partisanship and division. It's not just the life lessons from one of America's greatest entrepreneurs. It's the story of a former gang leader turned peace broker in his community. The story of an amateur athlete who created one of the most innovative recovery programs in the country the story of anyone willing to unite to do right and move society forward in short it's for anyone looking around the country right now and thinking there has to be a better way believe in people is out now order the book today at believeinpeoplebook.com/tony would you do that now help yourself and your loved ones believe in people book.com slash Tony. And please tell me how you like it. Believe in people book.com
0: slash Tony. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony Dearso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success
1: of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Three Feet from Gold with Greg Reed. As an action-taking phenomenon, strategy turns into results fast and furious, and relationships are deep and rich in the space that Greg orbits. And now back to the chat with Greg. And I know you've spoken with a lot of billionaires, and I've spoken with a few myself. They're, they're always full of surprises. But I believe you have some amazing takeaways from your chats with them. Can you give us some of those? Well, yeah, I
2: just recently did another book. It's called Wealth Made Easy. And by the way, the guy who wrote that book uh, for me, again, here's, there's like there's no Santa Claus, okay? An author is a person whose name goes on a book. And a writer is the person who wrote the book. Many times, they're two different people. It's the same thing like Katy Perry might not have sung that. Or she sung the song Firework, but didn't write it. Well, it's the same thing in my industry. So Gary Krebs wrote that book with me and he's the former publisher of McGraw Hill publishing corporation in New York City. And we interviewed people worth a hundred million to a billion dollars to find out what they did. And we sat them down and it was so simplistic, the great mindset they had. The first billionaire, I said, how did you make a billion dollars in dirt? And he said, time plus land is wealth. And I said, what do you mean? He says, all I look for is a town that's growing exponentially at about 25% a year. Go on Google Maps. It's free. You can find it. He goes, I look for Broadway, Main Street, and I draw a line out eight miles. I buy the dirt. I rent that dirt to farmers. They pay the lease, so it's free land to me, and I get vegetables for years. And as the town continues to grow at 25%, it ends up on my plot. And since I'm on Broadway, Main Street, I own the biggest amount of land. That's what I sold back to the big box stores for 800 times what I paid a billion dollars.
1: Tell us more. We're all ears. My audience is a preponderance of entrepreneurs, business owners, solopreneurs, and even some corporate-level executives here. We're all ears for takeaways that you've learned from all the great people you've met and interviewed and written about in your life. Well,
2: staying on the topic of Wealth Made Easy, one of my favorite ones Uh, A guy named Tonino Lamborghini, a lot of people know Lamborghini brand. Well, he and I went to India, and we toured the different universities and gave commencement speeches, and they gave us honorary PhDs. And while we're out there, I said, how did the Lamborghini brand become what it is? Like, how did did this become this? And he says, well, all you got to do is create a product, good, service, or experience that people will save their money to happily hand it over to you. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, no one's going to save their money to buy your book. He goes, I love it, but they're not going to. But people cash in their 401k to drive one of my cars. He goes, you will not spend $4,000 a night to live in your own apartment, but you'll happily cash in the family's vacation fund to go to Anaheim and give it to a mouse with big ears. He goes, if you can create a product, good, service, or experience that people will save their money to give to you, you'll never run out of cash.
1: That's very interesting advice. Greg, I'm curious about one of the quotes that you live by, which is seek counsel, not opinion. Tell us more about that.
2: Well, that comes from Three Feet from Gold. I had a chance to sit down with a gentleman named John Schwartz. Uh, John Schwartz invented something called super string theory. If you ever watched the Big Bang Theory, Sheldon was trying to figure it out. But the guy who did, his name is John Schwartz. And I was sitting in his office, and he had that big old wipe-off board like you see, like Einstein. He says, you know, successful people seek counsel, and failures listen opinion. And I so said, what's the difference? He goes, opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, inexperience, like maybe a family friend who's never done what you're about to venture upon. Counsels based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. People have already paved the way. He says, if you go to a family friend and tell them you're going to write a best-selling book, they might try to talk you out of it because they know you got a D in English. And more importantly, they've never written a best-selling book. But if you go to Jack Canfield who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, He's going to say, sit down, here's what you need to know, and give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, and mentorship. John Schwartz said, if we would spend our activity only seeking counsel in our lives and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day your life would change.
1: That's brilliant advice. What are some of the most interesting interviews you've done?
2: Well, there's so many. I I do an event every year. It's called Secret Knock, and it started in my living room with 12 people. 14 years later, we're... Forbes, Inc., an entrepreneur's top business event in the world. And it's really weird because the concept is it costs thousands of dollars a go, but we won't tell you where it is or who will be there. And at the event, I have to overperform and deliver by parading the most amazing humans. So instead of coaches, teachers, and mentors, I just bring in the person who did it. So if you want to start a nonprofit, you know, here's the founder of Make-A-Wish. And if you've got an idea for a clothing line, here's the founder of a multi-billion dollar brand, Ugg Boots. An invention? Here's a guy who created the credit card, Magnetic Strip. And if you can go face-to-face and knees-to-knees with the most incredible people that have actually accomplished what everyone else is talking about, it's like jumping to the front of the line. Back when you were a kid, you got in trouble for skipping line in class, but in business we're rewarded for it. So my biggest counsel for people right now is say, who do I know or who could I leverage to literally jump to the front of the line and get access to the most amazing people who are getting the results I want?
1: Now, Greg, one of the ways to do that have been in existence for, for decades and decades is go to events and meet people just as you have at your secret knock. But now things are different. Things have changed. There's Zoom and it's just crazy. What kind of advice would you give for the entrepreneur that either wants it, take his business to another level or maybe even start something new that has more endurance potential what kind of advice would you give for that
2: well actually i think it's it's the opposite people have more access now than they ever did because everyone that took their expensive events they had to take them online and make them more affordable for people to be able to attend so i think there's this is the greatest opportunity we've ever seen to be you know from my perspective and then the second part of your question You know, the biggest chapter in Think and Grow Rich was the last chapter. It was about the six ghosts of fear. And Hill talked about like the fear of poverty or the fear of old age. And I don't really agree to those. I think today's generation it's the fear of pain. It's the fear of loss. And the biggest fear is the fear of judgment. It's what other people are thinking. And there's a bumper sticker, everyone's heard a billion times, it says, What would you do if you couldn't fail? I think that we need to replace that with a new term that says, like, what would you do the moment you stop worrying about what people thought. Would you start that business? Would you ask that person out? What would you do different? And right now is the perfect time. Because we're so worried about what people are thinking about us. And right now, nobody is thinking about you. Nobody. They're dealing with their own life situation. No one's looking in your window right now. This is the time. If we've been sitting on an idea for a book or a movie or a play or starting your own business, this is it. And it doesn't take a lot of dough. Right now, you could have the most incredible design logo. You could have another person that makes textile cool t-shirts and another person who makes websites. You can combine forces with zero money out of pocket and create a new clothing line and start distributing worldwide overnight. There is more opportunity right now than the world's ever seen.
1: And you say that people think that they're worried about what other people think, which I guess, fortunately, somehow I don't have that concept. Thank goodness. Thank God. But that is what stops people is that they are wonder what other people think about them.
2: Yeah, it's a hundred percent. The number one thing that holds people back, period, the end It's because it's not the fear of success. It's not the fear of failure. It's what people are going to say if they fail or if they succeed. That's it. It's the same thing. Like right now, if I was walking down the street in Missouri, i have never even been to Missouri and I tripped over the curb. The first thing I'm going to do is look up to see who saw me. It's just our instinct. That is what we are as a human race. So what happens is we are so trained to be careful what people say. That's why we're careful what we post on social media. That's why we're careful about what we say in public gatherings. That's why certain people will not share their political views. Their realities are people, the fear of judgment is almost an overwhelming thing that holds people back.
1: So it kind of boils down to fear of something. And if we could remove that fear of whatever it is, fear of how other people think of us, fear of losing, fear of whatever we would have success, wouldn't we? Well, we set ourselves up for the freedom to go find that. And
2: again, the whole thing of, there's no such definition of success or happiness or anything, but all we can do is look towards freedom. Because when we have freedom, which is peace of mind, then all of a sudden the opportunities start unveiling themselves. And all of a sudden we give ourselves permission to start exploring new avenues that we might not have seen before.
1: You know, it kind of reminds me, it's maybe a little off topic, but once you get something that you've always wanted, it's like you look forward to something like, I've just run into this so many times, I want X, I want this, the car, the house, the whatever. And once you get it, then it's either done for some people or you need something else to keep you being happy, keep you being successful is what, how I call it. What should somebody do from your point of view and your understanding? You've spoken to so many billionaires and great, successful people. Once they have success, what then? Well, a goal is just a goal until
2: it comes true, and then it becomes a responsibility. And once people grasp that, it's be careful what you ask for. So you might even wish for a Lamborghini or whatever, a Ferrari, but then once you get it, you go, holy smokes, I had no idea all the upkeep and maintenance and insurance and all the stuff that comes with it. Same thing. Everyone wants you know, a wife and or a husband and three kids and a house until you get it and you got to mortgage and kids in school and things of this nature. So a dream is just a dream until it comes true. And then it becomes a responsibility. And I think that's where it changes because the paradigm changes.
1: I love that. I think that's another book to be written from, from that point of view. I really like that. This is the Tony Tierso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just Ahead, the chat continues about three feet from gold with Greg Reed. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that would be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Comcast is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers. So your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that just mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. This makes it impossible for their VPN servers to store any data, including logs of any ExpressVPN customer. And you don't have to take my or ExpressVPN's word for it. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no-logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PwC, PricewaterhouseCoopers, audit their technology. It's no wonder that CNET and Wired named VPN the number one VPN in the world. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash d-u-r-s-o right now and find out how you can get three months free. That's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n dot d-u-r-s-o expressvpn.com d-u-r-s-o D-U-R-S-O, to learn more. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. ExpressVPN.com slash D-U-R-S-O. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that the old ways of doing things aren't working. Believe in People by Charles Koch is a surprising take on how you can tackle America's biggest problems independent of partisanship and division. It's not just the life lessons from one of America's greatest entrepreneurs. It's the story of a former gang leader turned peace broker in his community. The story of an amateur athlete who created one of the most innovative recovery programs in the country. The story of anyone willing to unite to do right and move society forward. In short, it's for anyone looking around the country right now and thinking, there has to be a better way. Believe in People is out now. Order the book today at believeinpeoplebook.com slash tony. Would you do that now? Help yourself and your loved ones? believeinpeoplebook.com slash tony. And please tell me how you like it. believeinpeoplebook.com slash tony.
0: You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The
1: Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Three Feet from Gold with Greg Reed. Greg is a firm believer in the role of win-win partnerships and making a difference in others to succeed. And now back to the chat with Greg. Greg, you talk about proximity and the power of it. Tell us a little more.
2: Well, we are a reflection of the people we hang around the most. Income, attitude, and lifestyle is the average of the group. If we surround ourselves with people that are doing, not talking, chances are we start doing for our own sake and well-being. So I am very, very careful of surrounding myself with the right people in the right order and asking the right questions. I'll give you an example. I always say, if you want something, surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want. And then I'm going to add a word today. So for example, if I wanted to start a brand new restaurant chain, well, one of my dear friends started Chuck E. Cheese, but I don't think I'd ask him any counsel. No, why? Because he did it 40 years ago. I'd say, who's doing five guys or in and out or whatever the hot trend is? And I'd ask that person for some counsel because they're doing it today. If you ask someone five years ago how to do internet marketing, it's completely different than it is today. So when I went to Africa and climbed summited Mount Kilimanjaro, I did not ask a dope smoking surfer here in Carlsbad to take me up there. I found the Sherpa that had climbed it 900 times. Wherever they put a bootprint, I put my bootprint. I followed successful actions. And even in books, when I wanted to be a best-selling author, I went to Barnes & Noble and I bought every best-selling book. I didn't ask for the section that was the best written or poetic book. I didn't want to be a great writing author. I didn't care about that. I wanted to be a best-selling author. And I asked those people for their guidance, duplicated it. Here we are today.
1: That's brilliant. Very refreshing, very brilliant on how you look at this and how you act and respond. Very, very impressive. Greg, you've written a lot of books. You're in a lot of books. If our audience wants to get more Greg and understand you better, what are some of your what you think are more unique books that the entrepreneur should get and should check out? Well,
2: Three Feet from Gold is a really a must read. I mean, it's literally one of those books that changes your life. So uh, 100% people should read Three Feet from Gold. And then after that, Stickability, The Power to Persevere was such a great book. I remember the first guy I interviewed for Stickability was the guy who invented the uh, cellular phone. His name's Marty Cooper. And I said, what does Stickability mean to you? And he said, Stickability has to be parallel with flexibility. He says, if you're not willing to adapt, you'll get stuck. And he told the story about a spider monkey. He said, in the rainforest, you couldn't catch it. It's too wiry. One hunter took a heavy log, drilled a tiny hole, dropped a peanut inside, and left it at the base of the jungle. The monkey would smell the nut, come down, reach his hand inside, grab a hold of the nut, and then his fist becomes so big, he can't pull it back out from the hole and become anchored to the log. Now, all he's got to do is let go, but he thinks that nut is nutrition, it's saving, so he holds on. The hunter comes by an hour later and captures the elusive spider monkey. The moral is, are you holding on to your own nut right now? But it could be in that form of your job, or a house, or a deal, or a relationship, or fear, or guilt, or remorse. And what we think is saving us and we're holding on with dear life could also be the thing that's leading to our own demise right now. Sometimes we have to have the courage and the fortitude to simply let go and adjust so we can live to fight another day.
1: I've seen that a lot with entrepreneurs. It's a matter of you've got to let go of that day job or whatever you're doing in your career sometimes to follow that path. And sometimes it's a very tough choice. Obviously, it's very easy once that secondary job makes enough income to support one, but it's still always a choice to let go of that life raft, that safety. You're going from 40 hours or 30 hours a week to, yeah, you've you've heard of folks, 80 hours or more, but you you have more fun. You control yourself, but it's still a big leap of faith. Absolutely. And, you know, all things can be
2: applied. You know, even if you had a job and you worked 80 hours, you'd still make a boatload of money, by the way, everybody. So, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur guy, but on the same note, there's more than one way to skin a cat to get your goals. Some people like the luxury of security and I get that and I respect it. I would never talk someone out of falling that dream if that works for them. But the main thing is to understand we, everything is possible and everything that you sit there and say that you want and don't have just proves that you didn't want it bad enough.
1: Greg, right, What are you looking to accomplish in the next few years? Well, you know,
2: so many things are always going. You know, I've been pretty good on the speaking career and the event space and the book space and all that, then the movie space. So now I'm tapping into television. So I just filmed a TV pilot for a new TV show called Wake Up and Crush It. Uh, One of my buddies is the guy who started the E! Entertainment Network. And uh, we're talking about how we can create this into an actual, you know, couple season television show and get on the air when things come back.
1: Tell us a little bit more. What would that what would that show series be
2: about? It's about me kicking the living hell out of people that want to be entrepreneurs and they don't want someone to motocoddle them and tell them they'll be all right. You know, a good mentor will tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. And unfortunately there's so many people out there saying, believe in your dreams and fake it to your make it, and that's a bunch of crap. To me. And I believe what it is is surround yourself with positive, like-minded people that can give you counsel, not opinion. And what we need right now is good mentorship and just a little bit of working capital and all things are
1: possible. That is so, so true. So many successful people have very diehard habits that they believe are part of their success. So I like to always ask, are there any personal habits that you believe contribute to your vision success? Yeah, probably my OCD helps a
2: lot, (laughs) quite honest. So, you know. I've got so many things going. So right now, currently, I run six different corporations at the same time, and by doing that, and writing books, and making movies, and TV shows, and running a pharmaceutical, and doing this and this, it's awesome because it keeps my mind preoccupied and it gives me a chance to focus on multiple things at the same time. When we were kids, we we're told you got to focus on a single thing, and I just don't find that to be true in today's society. We can so multifunction now, especially when we work our strengths and we hire our weaknesses. So for example, I'm writing like four books right now, but I'm not physically writing them. I sit down with the ghostwriters and say, here's the idea, here's a message, here's the point, here's the takeaway, and then they do the fluff. I'll give you an example. I could say, you know, a boy has an entrepreneurial bug. And he wants to buy a bicycle. So he gets off his backside, takes his dad's mower, mows a neighbor's lawn, makes money, buys a bike. There it is. And then she'll take it and say, it was a glorious Sunday afternoon when a young bright eyed lad caught the entrepreneurial spirit as a bright eye, right? And they make it that stuff. So I work my strengths and I hire my weaknesses and I recommend people do just that.
1: Hire a ghostwriter. Very, very interesting. I think that's, uh, that's one way to be prolific is to get, that, is to get help because not everybody can do everything all by themselves. So you need help for something. So I really think that that's great. We talked about this, but I want to go into it a little bit more. What do you believe is the meaning of success? By definition, it's the
2: pursuit towards a worthy outcome. And so as long as you're working towards success, you are therefore successful. So to me, I'm successful only because I'm working towards success. You're never there. It's never a finish line. So as soon as I'm finishing a project, I got another one in queue that I'm working on next. You know, many times people say, what's your greatest project? And my answer is always the next one, because that's what I'm focusing on right now. My favorite living author of all time, his name's Jim Stovall. And he wrote my favorite book called The Ultimate Gift. And right now, he and I are writing a book project that we think will become a major feature of film. And I got to tell you, it's one of the greatest projects I've ever, ever been part of.
1: And it's very, very exciting. So that's what I'm doing. And I'd love to hear more about that when it comes out. As I understand it, you're never satisfied because when you've accomplished something great—a bestseller, another corporation, a feature film—you're ready on the next one. Is that this part of this inner drive? You're just never satisfied, or you want more? What's behind all this?
2: Yeah, I I, I don't know about the word satisfied because I feel satisfied, and I'm also content. I'm just bored, and so it's going to the next one. I, again, I got OCD, so it's like. What is next on the horizons? What can I be doing? I don't like to have idle hands. So sitting around on a porch drinking iced tea is someone's version of you know, retirement. And that's my version of hell. So it's, it's all perception. So for me, I'm just having the time of my life um, because I get a chance to do all these different things and have the freedom to live the life you always dream. Go where you want. Drive a car you want. Live in the house you want. Go play tennis once you want. Eat what you want. And to me, that is the ultimate, you know, achievement that we can all be striving for.
1: And we've talked about a couple of resources. And of course, your good books here, Three Feet from Gold, Stickability. Are there any great resources that you'd like to share with our audience entrepreneurs?
2: Yeah, you know, if we
1: stay on Think and Grow Rich at
2: knaphill.org, you can go sign up for their daily inspirations, things of this nature is great. And Instagram. I mean, gosh, I just love Instagram. I probably spend more time on that than anything. And my handle is Greg S. Reed. Anyone that direct messages me goes right to me personally. It doesn't go to any screening device. And so if you have a question about, you know, what next book you should read or a business idea, reach out to me. I don't like to talk about the weather, what you ate for dinner, or your kids, you know, homes work. But if you sit there and say, hey, this is very specific what I'm doing, I'd be glad to get back to you direct.
1: This is the Tony Tierso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just Ahead, the chat continues about three feet from gold with Greg Reed. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that would be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Comcast is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers. So your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that just mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that many VPNs claim to have a no logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. This makes it impossible for their VPN servers to store any data including logs of any Express VPN customer. And you don't have to take my or Express VPN's word for it. Express VPN is so confident in their no logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PwC, PricewaterhouseCoopers, audit their technology it's no wonder that CNET and Wired named ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash d-u-r-s-o right now and find out how you can get three months free. That's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n dot slash D-U-R-S-O, expressvpn.com slash D-U-R-S-O to learn more. All right, guys, check it out. Sign up and tell me how much you love it. Expressvpn.com slash D-U-R-S-O. We were all blindsided by 2020. Businesses like yours are adapting as best they can including how you hire. If you're in charge of hiring during this dramatic change, Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. They indeed do. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Really, they indeed do. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need. Just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Did you get that? 73% of online job seekers Visit Indeed each month. They can greatly help you get the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Is that a lot or is that Indeed a lot? Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash D-U-R-S-O. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. And I'm going to spell that. Indeed is I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. Indeed.com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys, check it out. Sign up and tell me how much you love it.
0: You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests.
1: All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Three Feet from Gold with Greg Reed. Greg can be found having a great time brewing up inspiration. Occasionally breaking into song and dance, and being of service to those around him. And now back to the chat with Greg. Greg, we have a few minutes because I think we rushed through this a little bit, but that's totally fine. There's so much to cover, and I think that that's part of it. Is just I want to cover this. I want to cover that. What should I ask you? What should we go over? Well, let's talk about our movie.
2: You know, it's it's kind of neat how you can create something out of nothing. I had an amazing opportunity to sit down with Frank Shankwitz who founded the nonprofit make a wish foundation which you know grants wishes to terminally ill kids and i asked him during an interview at secret knock i said what is your wish what did you ask for And he says what do you mean i said well you're the founder of make a wish what did you want and he says no one asked me I says well i'll be the guy to grant your wish anything you want i'll give it to you and he says i just want my story to be told so my grandkids will know i did something so it took 6 years and more trials and tribulations than you could even imagine. And we went on to create a movie that literally was on the Oscars bowed last year and now we're trending around the world on Netflix called Wishman, Man. And people go, well, that's easy for you because whatever story they want to put in their thing. Well, I've never made a movie. I live on the beach in San Diego. I mean, I have nothing. So I just went on to Craigslist and ran an ad, said, hey, does so anyone know how to write a screenplay? The guy who answered ended up doing it and not only wrote the screenplay, but he also directed it and co Produced it with me and won awards all around the world.
1: Absolutely amazing! Absolutely amazing! Once again, we're talking about three feet from gold with Greg Reed. And Greg, you gave us so much information. My head mm-hmm. is full of resources and things. I'm definitely going to have to listen to this again. And I encourage everyone listen to this again. There is so much packed into this. We ran through it, perhaps a little a little fast, but it's just so much resources. This is a gold mine. We're not three feet from gold. We are at gold on this interview with Greg Reed, and you can find him at gregreed.com. Greg, absolutely so pleased that you've spent some time with us on your busy schedule, and you've got so much going. We just love this, and I'm fired up. I want to start another business. Well, I hope you do,
2: and more importantly, I appreciate you giving me some time and a voice to share with your audience. And remember, anyone that wants to contact me, Go to Instagram, Greg S. Reed. Reach out, DM me. I'll get back to you right away. Thanks for having me on, Tony.
1: Hey, fellow entrepreneurs. Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I'm sure this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. We learned some great things about Three Feet from Gold with Greg Reed. I am astounded. Right off the bat, he says he cannot read. He cannot write. He cannot spell. He's dyslexic. But he learned the power of, you work your strengths, and you hire out to fill your weaknesses. His first book, The Millionaire Mentor, was turned down by 268 publishers, agents, and printers in a row. Do you have that much stamina to keep taking a note? Well, guess what? Publisher 269 said they would print the book if he changed literally everything. The title, the content, everything. Now, that's a great lesson as Greg hired a ghostwriter to help him write his book. And as you can say, the rest is history. He's now published in over 100 books in 45 different languages with 32 bestsellers, a star in the Walk of Fame, an honorary PhD for literature, and his current film, Wishman, is trending worldwide in Netflix and made the ballot for the Oscars. And for several years, he's been named Forbes, Inc., and Entrepreneur's top speaker in the world. I'm going to repeat that again. Work your strengths and hire out to fill your weak spots. Now, you notice that this is more of his biographical information, but I'm putting it here in the summary to really drive home the point. Work your strengths and hire out to fill your weak spots. Look at what he did. Greg writes about persevering in one of his best selling titles, Stickability. First there's a dream, then there's a challenge, and then comes victory. And most people seem to quit during the challenging times. It's all creation to him. He likes to make stuff. That's his purpose. And he loves mass communication. The reason of three feet from gold is riveting. Imagine if some of your earlier ventures were successful by just persevering through. As you may know from the original story written by Napoleon Hill, R.U. Darby went on to sell life insurance and would never take no for an answer again. He learned his lesson of quitting three feet from gold and went on to sell over a million dollars of life insurance annually. And that was a while back. There's so much information in this interview that I'm going to do a double take and listen to this again myself. Greg gives clarity on the difference between an author and a writer, much like the difference between someone who writes a song is different than the person who sings and performs the song. Wealth made easy. The way this book was put together through interviews of very wealthy people harks back to what Napoleon Hill did in Think and Grow Rich. It goes without saying that you should look up that book, get it, and devour it, right? The advice on making billions by buying cheap land is amazing. Did you understand that part? Listen again, that information still works today. Successful people seek counsel, and failures listen to opinion. What great advice that is. There's so much more I got out of this interview. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're going to either start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. You can do it too. And you can get the ebook at TonyDurso.com/books. Let's help you move on your journey to success. Once again, please consider supporting the show with a nice review. Just go to rate this podcast. Dot com slash Tony. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next
0: episode of The Tony D'Urso Show.